0: hello my showered friend <laughs> i'm so fresh are you
1: yeah i you know when you can like smell yourself and it's like not okay
0: <laughs> yeah well oh i thought you were gonna say after the shower because that's always the best when you go like that oh, and right. you can, can you yourself oh yeah absolutely yeah radox um
1: <laughs> radox
0: <laughs> radox yeah, no, that's not a good shout. When you, can, when you can smell a bit of Pong on yeah, it's not...
1: Uh... Yeah, um, I actually put on a significant amount of deodorant today, so... Yeah.
0: Did you train today? Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were going... To, we were meant to this morning, and then yeah. George... My alarm went off at five, and I've seen that George texted me, and she's like, I can't do it. Oh. Um, she, was like, she texted me at, like, two in the morning, and I was like, okay, she's not coming. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I was like, actually, do you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to
0: do it. <laughs> rest. Oh my God! Here he is. Hello. He's the main man. How, how you are you doing? You all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, I've just taken the um, the stuff back to the gym. So obviously, you know, I, I, you know, as they allowed certain individuals to. Well, no, they just opened it up, didn't they? They said for people to loan equipment. So I've just taken that back. Um, so it's all becoming a bit real now, thankfully. Um, mm. I, what opinions? How have you two dealt with this lockdown? I, I, I can imagine for you two, it's been quite busy business-wise. Um, I, could, like, uh, I mean as well. Hey. Well, my
2: um, because of my masters in rehab, I could work in a rehab sense. Yep. So, or you know, there's no difference between PT and rehab, so.
0: Yeah, as it should be. Unless
2: you're acutely injured. Yeah. Sort of like hands-on treatment and stuff, which I could do as well. Yeah. And um, there's no difference between PT and resistance uh, P- rehabbing and resistance training, so.
0: Yeah. True. Yeah, I feel like this has gone quite um, – it, it felt longer at the start, but, you know, I'm grateful that I got the kit as well because, you know, I know people aren't um, – some people aren't as, you know, like lucky to have that sort of stuff. Um, I bought the bar for myself anyway, so at least that's a bit of an investment.
1: A mm-hmm. um, lockdown 3.0.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> undoubtedly we'll probably get one. But, no, but the thing is, you know, I reckon, you know, there's there's definitely grounds now to keep gyms open. Uh, yeah. Whatever the
2: – The way they'd shut um, now is uh, – A complete national lockdown, isn't it, again?
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't think otherwise, I don't think there's grounds to to do it. But, you know, so. Um, But yeah, finally back. Um, Sorry for me, for myself, mainly being an inconsistent, annoying person. right. Um, But we just wanted to talk about training to failure. I wanted to, seeing as we're going back to the gyms, um, and, you know, there's going to be a lot of excitement behind everyone's approach as well. I think it's best to cover this as well. And we've got the Q and a session that we'll record tomorrow. i Georgie. So there's a couple of questions from mm. people, um, but training to failure as a concept. Um, I'd like to get the opinions across the board, um, how it's done um, opinions behind it. Uh, is it the best way to train? Um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we'll, we'll leave it there for today. Um, so as you two know, obviously I train to failure. Uh, I do, you know, your typical one set, um, all out back off set followed up um, and I usually carry that across the board but I guess there are many ways of training to fail and you know you could potentially apply that to a three by ten we're well, not even a three by ten but like a three sets to failure if you wanted to or within a certain rep range but I mean true training to failure you know actually taking it there in brackets do you think that's a wise way of training um, I think the evidence is there visually with people that have done it across the board um, or do you simply think that actually it's person dependent? You know.
1: You go
2: first. Uh, oh, I think it's a necessity for yep. anyone. Okay. But after a couple of years of training.
0: See, I I don't think... No, I think actually you're probably on a... How do I put it? I think a lot of people will disagree with you there. Um, because I think the general consensus is that, you know, for years it's been your typical bro splits or your three by 10 and things that people think you know those methods work. You know I used to do like a three by ten or something like that, but uh three by ten, or like three reps, three sets of ten reps, oh. like that. Yeah. Or did you think that was like a like a natural training method called three by ten?
1: what's that? What
0: have I been missing? What's this um,
1: youthful, young generation Z training split that I've not heard of?
0: No, it's yeah. So just you know, typical bro split stuff. Um oh. You know, I agree. I, I think that it's, you know, training to failure is necessary if you actually want to, when I say, that, you know, training to muscular failure. Um, so I, I think it's necessary, um, especially across the compound lifts, or you know, your main lifts, et cetera. Um, I think you can make an argument for things like arms where, you know, they can they can hack a bit more, I suppose. Um,
2: well, it depends what, work. what hat you've got on. When you say they can yeah. hack a bit more, you're talking hack a bit more volume. But yeah. training to failure you normally reduce your volume anyway yeah um, but why then could you not hack maximal intensity
0: yeah true i just i just think that across the board it's become something that people are starting to do a bit more often now um but generally i think people would tend to disagree with you that it's necessary um
2: i would say And
0: what, what's your opinions behind that why would you say it's necessary to train like that uh
2: because The sort of evidence shows that you need to be within two or three reps of failure. Now, if you've never actually trained to absolute failure and you're stopping two or three reps short, you're probably more like five or six. Yeah, okay. Which you are really going to then significantly...
0: um, Reduce what you could get, yeah.
2: Reduce, yeah, potential gains. But then, you know, everyone that's currently training to failure, you know, I mean, I've not really... I'm not in the bodybuilding world as such and really only followed it for like the last maybe two or three years, which is when it seems to have come to light. Um, So if you think everyone training to failure right at this minute have probably gone through that standard four to five sets of eight to 12 beforehand. Yep. Um, So you can't say training to failure is the only way of doing it when everyone has trained the other way before. And for think, me yeah that's, a, that's yeah. a normal that's a good thing and a base level of what you should be doing, but it's also age dependent yeah agree a twelve year old kid to be squatting you know if he's on a normal rotation and back squatting every week, I wouldn't be getting him to train to failure every single session yeah um and to, if you're saying you know one set to failure maybe two top, then maybe we're only talking about fifteen reps between the two sets, yeah. That's going to take you a fucking long time to develop a skill like back squatting.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it is a skill. Um, and again, that's what, like we said in the previous episode, you know, when you're younger, you can hack a lot more. Um, and as you get older as well, um, I suppose you would agree then training to failure would be something you'd have to consider removing when you get to a certain age um, later on in life.
2: Yeah, um, and there's always this um, people say, that don't use all your tools in the basket straight away. Yeah. But. You keep your tools in the basket, bodybuilding basket. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of like you know, when uh, so if you go with say JP's post a few months ago, when it was like you need to earn the right to be doing bro splits, so everyone should be starting with full body, and then once you kind of exhaust that, you go to push pull legs and that sort of thing.
0: To be fair, I agree with
2: him. failure not also come under that bracket where you can enough gains through doing your standard volume work? Yeah. So I would call three sets of 10 or three to five sets of eight to 12, your classic volume work rather than three by 10 or whatever. You yep. want. Um, but can you make enough gains doing it that way, doing more reps, building up your um, resistance to fatigue profile? Yep. Building up loads of other things that may help you then in the future when training to failure or, you know, should we have always just trained straight from failure?
0: From the get-go, yeah.
2: I think you'd break down and you'd have a lot more injuries if that was the case.
0: Yeah, so, you know, your argument there is potentially you've built up such a um, a baseline and then actually, like you were saying, you've earned that right then to move on to that training to failure um, type of method- methodology, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean, for me, yeah. I mean, actually, G, get your opinion on that first before we carry on.
1: Well, I I think training I I'm in two camps. I mean I think training to failure is um vital, obviously dependent on your goal. Yeah. If you you know if your goal is muscle building or or well, yeah, if your goal is muscle building, then yes, if your goal is strength, mm, maybe not so much. When I had when I had my first coach take yeah. like, he was a powerlifter. He was very keen on, the, on having different RPEs and that would help build up your... The way he described it was that would help build up your strength profile. Um, being able to p- execute the exercises at different RPEs, that's as okay. much of a skill as obviously training to failure is. So I think, yes, I think personally, I think training to failure is the only is the is the best way to go I think okay. if you're not training to failure or at least RPE eight nine then you know okay how much what like what are you actually going to be getting out of it yeah, but then I appreciate for some people training at RPE eight nine ten isn't what they want to do because that's not their goal their goal is you know they want to they want a gym they want to move a little bit more. And they're not overly fussed on, you know, screaming and, you know, building a lot of muscle yeah. and getting really, really strong. So, I mean, yeah, it's very hard. I think it's hard because you say like training to failure and like people are like, well, okay, yeah, I train to failure, but like there's two different types of failure, failure. mental yeah. failure and muscular failure. Exactly. And really most people only train to mental failure rather than all the way to muscular
0: failure yeah well, well on the flip side then you know we're saying i think we all agree that it's necessary um but what about when you're in a, a weight loss phase or you're prepping for a show now i know you could make the argument there that you know you want to retain as much and you know look as full as possible um so you would want to train to a certain intensity however you know what one would say that when you're losing weight um, and you haven't got a lot well, as much behind you as you would in an off season you're more susceptible to injury as well so yeah. potentially is training to absolute failure when you're in a, a cut phase you know you're 16 12 weeks is it really the best thing you should be doing
2: i think yeah. when you get um to a certain point of body fat you still train to failure but you just feel smarter with your yeah. training selection Yeah, exercise okay.
1: And your volume and stuff like that. Like for instance, when I was coming up to the end of the photo shoot prep, Sammy took out things like deadlifts, yeah. squats, like all of the really like taxing on your CNS. CNS, yeah. Yeah. Everything that was really taxing on your CN, on your central nervous system. So yeah, and also I think in a in a weight loss phase, I think you probably could cycle like your rpe a little bit more maybe if you are fatiguing quicker because obviously you've got less energy you know it might be almost like a a deload you know maybe you have a a phase when you were you know rpe six to eight and then a phase when you're a failure and then you come back down and do it like that to help conserve you know energy and you know prevent injury and stuff like that
0: So on that then, how how would you approach training to failure? So say I'm I'm you know 18 years old or you know it's 18 to 19. Um, I've done a typical bro split or you know some hard volume training um, for two years. Um, How how would I then, if I want to you know deploy that type of training? How do I actually start? Because it's not just a case of oh we'll go into the gym, pick up a weight and train it to failure. It's really you need to start gauging where your numbers are first. Yeah, you need to and then go from there.
2: You need to have already log book sessions, and yeah, know where important see exactly where you are um mm-hmm. there's tons of one rep max calculators, and you could obviously work back from that towards your um, towards the weight in your rep ranges that you were going to use um but my first thing would be drop some volume, you know probably not keep um. Not keep your first set like any lower numbers and sort of six because, again, for a bodybuilding perspective, is getting any heavier actually going to help? I think personally, sure. it does. Yeah, if you get stronger, say you can rep, say you bench press one RM is 100 kilos and you go through a strength block, and suddenly you say you've got up to 120, yep. you're gonna rep eight to 12 reps more at 120 than if your strength's 100. Like they go hand in hand to a certain extent. Yeah, um, I agree. So for me, you want them rep ranges in, but maybe at the start drop them down. Um, you know, let the CNS adapt rather than just throw something straight at it. Um, and yeah. then you have got to kind of define training to failure. Like this is if it? You did a back squat at a five rep max because your rep range was say six to ten, and you hit five. Um, yeah, that's going to be a lot more demanding, but you're still change to failure if you did one set to 15 reps with a 12 rep max.
0: Yeah, true. But again, that's just knowing your numbers and knowing what the what rep ranges actually match. Uh, you know what you can do. I suppose. Um, again, there's no one size fits all approach. You know, you can always say that you know your top and back off um, programming. If someone wanted to do a five to nine, someone might also want to do a four to eight. Do you, do you see what I mean? You could always. Doing a doing a weight for four reps is going to allow you to lift something a lot heavier, um, and take it, you know, or you know, engage a different level of strength that you could potentially do at a eight repper. So yeah, it's all relative to the person. I think um, also
1: you have to like mentally, you can't just go in and say like train to failure because yeah, for someone that's not like is that is new to the gym and isn't isn't used to training intensely, you know. They have to find their own failure. They have to find out what that means.
0: Failure points, then.
1: yeah. Yeah, because like, if you had said to me when I first started, I like if trained to failure, like I, I would have given up when my muscles started hurting. You know, like that's not, you know, that's not really training to to failure as such. That's you know, okay, it hurts, so I'm going to give up now. <clears throat> so yeah. you have to actually like mentally i think it takes a long period of time like, almost like uh, train
0: yourself yeah
1: to train yourself to to train to failure because you know each time you do a rep or each time you do an exercise you know week on week you think actually you know that was a bit easier i could have done a bit more could have done a bit more and i think a lot of it is confidence as well like having yeah. the confidence to do it because i think especially for girls like you think of training to failure and you look at like the blokes you know, in the gym that are, like, screwing their face up and screaming and spitting and, like, you know, blood, guts and gore sort of thing. Like, for a girl, that's not that, like, attractive. You don't want people to see you doing that. But, like, so it, it, there is, like, a mental barrier for people to get over in order to get them to train to, like, to fail it. You have to, you know, learn how to, to do it yourself, I think.
2: And being yeah. confident to fail, isn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. thinking... You no, know, someone knew. If you're going to drop away, you're going to think someone's going to look at me, and I look like a right tip. Yeah, actually, it's,
1: it's, you just it's get a bit opposite, more respect for.
0: Hundred percent. You know, for... you know right. the minute I, the minute you st- I started training like that, because when I finished powerlifting style of training, uh, when I first joined the gym joint, I started moving into this, you know, the, the, the form of training to failure on a, a push pull leg split, and you actually end up speaking to people more because they're inclined to help you when they can see. Because obviously, when you don't know as many people you you're trying you're trying to do it all on on your own aren't you so mm. um you know and things on like the hack squat you just got to pray that you can get out of that bottom portion of the movement if you completely fail I
2: mean, exactly I think hack squats nice because you can fail on that safely but yeah like but leg a press, press you know what i mean yeah. yeah yeah
0: so with a leg press you know if there was no one there for me it would be you know you need to take this to fail this safely so don't go past one point where you know you're not going to get it up because you, mm. you're fucked mm. um and, yeah, you do get a lot of respect from people because um, you know they see that you're actually trying, regardless of the weight you've got to take weight out of it because it's all relative yeah. to the person um, But based on what you two have said that's, I was, that was going to be my next next point. So we've got the gyms reopening up, um, you know there's going to be a lot of people like us, seasoned veterans um, that <laughs> trained <laughs> that have trained for a while, um, going back into our natural habitat, but there's going to be also a lot of people that are potentially starting up joining you know they're excited to get back into the or you know start something new um going into a gym especially like ours i wouldn't say it's a a gym that's frightening per se but it can be a bit daunting when you're brand new yeah imagine going in and seeing people like you said gee you, you know shouting spitting like me swearing words that you wouldn't want to hear at your parents' dinner time, anything like that. <laughs> um, I don't know why I came to my you,
1: should, you should come to my parents' dinner time.
0: <laughs> to be fair, me and my mum have swear-offs every night, so it's, it's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, you know, ch- chucking all these words out, spitting, faces galore, um, weights flying everywhere. <laughs> I
1: can't wait to see your um, effectuals again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, there's something to be um, admired, aren't they? But um, Yeah, so seeing that as a newbie, that, that's quite off-putting, you know. For, for a lot of people that might be like, yeah, I'm, this is not for me. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, telling people that actually it's it's completely dependent. You know, I screw my face up and make the odd-looking faces and scream because I find that's the way that helps me get the weight up. Um, but for some people, I, I don't know about you two, to be fair, you, you, you seem to be able to hold it in pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm
1: not, I'm, I'm not a screamer, am I, Ryan? Don't know, don't train together. go <laughs> I went straight over his head.
0: Yeah, I was waiting for that, but you know, it's fine.
1: He's
0: like, no, do you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna level. He's to not that.
1: rising to my levels. I mean, no, he's, he's not, not, he's not stooping to my levels. Of- he's
0: not stooping. He's not
1: even um, a smile. Come on.
0: <laughs> there we go. Ryan, you, you, I think you do have moments where you do let it out a bit.
2: Oh, only on um, like a squat movement.
0: Yeah. You're relatively quite conserved, but obviously you can see in your face.
2: Relative to how heavy he is. He just turns into a little tomato. Because if I'm on, you know, failing at nine reps doing a dumbbell chest press, I'm not going to be shouting as loud as I am on my one plus week on a hack squat.
0: Mm. 100%, yeah. There's
2: some people in the gym that will be
0: well then this is the other thing there's some people that like to appear that they're training to failure and there are people like that and it, it really does it fucking annoys me um I know. i've seen people well yeah and there's people down the years that i've trained at the magnet as well and there are people that think they're training to failure
1: that's why i don't i try not to make a noise because i'm worried yeah. that people look at me and be like you're just doing that to be a cunt <laughs>
0: But see, that's the thing, though. I think now, because a lot of us are more well known at the gym, I think people wouldn't see it like that because they know that they're not coming in to just play about. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, especially when I
1: screaming every
0: every single rep I do what now. The fuck? Everyone laughing at you. wish uh, she doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are people that like to appear as if they're on that sort of level, uh, or maybe not even the level. That's a bit rude, but yeah, like um... James
1: Fitness.
0: <laughs> no, I've heard he's really notorious and great and great looking as well. <laughs> yeah. Everything, you know. Um, but yeah, um, I just think it's really important that um, a method like this and training style is, is taken seriously, especially when things are reopening up as well. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think the, I, I wouldn't say it's like a buzzword now, but this whole idea of training to failure, obviously, especially with people like JP and other notorious individuals in the industry.
1: Notorious. Notorious.
0: It's, it's become quite the in thing to do now as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But have you two got your plans set and ready for the reopening?
1: Oh, yes, my friend. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm actually meant to be on a rest day on Wednesday, but I'm going to train anyway.
0: I see. I'm doing two days rest now in prep um, for Wednesday to get my body ready. Um, But, yeah, what would your tips be for anyone listening um, to, you know, heading back into the gym?
2: Don't be an arsehole. Don't be an arsehole. Don't. You know, expect to have lost the overdoing, the yeah. yeah. Um, unless it's a movement that you've carried on in lockdown, don't go in going on the same weight thinking, All right, I'll see how many I can do, and then next week I'll just beat that. You know, just go like come 10% down, get some higher volume in so you don't throw your CNS straight away on your sort of uh top sets, yeah. But then on like back offs, if you're normally doing two, just take one out. You know, you don't want to be... So I've never really got this whole I'm too sort of trained" sort of thing. Yeah. Till I hadn't trained calves for a while. <laughs> oh, and I, I actually couldn't walk for four days. Oh
1: my God. You know... And you
2: when know... I say I couldn't walk... Honestly. I'm not saying like I limped around. He, I physically could not stand up because my calves are so tight. Do
1: you know that video of that monkey that's like running <laughs> up and down that field and it's like when you forget your towel and you have no, to No,
0: you have to send it to me. But oh yeah. my
1: God, it's literally... Well, I've got to
2: find it.
0: But, so Ryan, I'm sure that this was... Was this more, more recently? Because I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Um, so, I'd,
2: so I'd gone back to, doing a, to playing rugby. So I dropped my volume on my leg sessions and then it got cancelled. So... Joined up with Aaron, yeah, and literally it was just two drop sets on calves to finish the session. Done. talk for five days.
0: Blimey. me. But you like, I you. know
2: people like <laughs> people have said it to me that like, I'm really like I've been stiff and I literally can't do this. And I've always been like, man up, what what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. Um, and I know a few people that it's then they've never gone back to training again because they didn't like it and not like feel feeling yeah, normal. but they've probably just gone in with two much volume straight away yeah Um
0: just getting accustomed to that yeah
2: I was I was getting to work about half an hour early so that I could warm them up and stretch because I literally couldn't walk
0: wait oh no we're now watching oh. the video that she was describing monkey going across the field
1: oh, God, stop. go on so funny. Wait, I'm, butchers. I'm trying to like it's so short it's just right are you ready
0: yeah go on then Come on!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see <laughs> Rob. Being like that. I was
1: honestly, he was like creeping around. He was like holding on to like the kitchen, to like island and like but, the but when, you're, when your
0: calves are in that much pain, there is, yeah, I, it's all right. Your hamstring's hurting, um, you know, until you bend over. Um, but yeah, your fucking calves, trust. They um, were
2: so tight that... I couldn't have my feet flat on the floor. Oh. I had to walk around on my toes. But walking <laughs> like like that, yeah, toes, yeah. But obviously, walking around yeah. on your toes is only ever going to tighten them back up because they're affected.
1: Exactly. At one point, he was like, "I don't know if they're ever going to go back to normal." <laughs> He's like, this, this could be me now forever.
0: <laughs> it was now Ryan that needed the massage <laughs> rather than giving it no, out. They,
1: they, were, too they were too sore for that. I was like, oh, do you to put on them? He was like, don't touch me.
2: I could literally only touch them myself if I was in like a hot shower and they were numbed.
0: Or at a hot bath or something.
2: They were horrible.
0: Mm.
2: It was really funny. Oh, God. But, so that's coming from me, who is a coach. Yep. He's done a Masters in Sports Rehab and has trained pretty consistently for a very long time
0: yeah
2: i mean the longest i've probably ever had out the gym was probably four or five months and this is from like the age of 16 that's 10 years um not really trained to failure as much as as maybe i should have earlier on only in the the last couple of years um but if I, if I can fuck myself up that enough, I'm sure people that uh, maybe just got into it after lockdown or it's the first time they're getting into it or whatever could c- quite easily do that anywhere in their body.
0: Yeah. But, and again, that but that's where it falls down to, you know, are you willing to train like that? Are you, you know, is it something that means that much to you that, you know, that, that pain feeling in the initial stages? Cause you know, if you haven't trained like that um, at all and then you go to it initially, you're, you're probably going to be sore. Um, but again, that's where your recovery aspects come into play as well. So that's another yeah. subject. It's, yeah. It's, um, the, you know,
2: just just hold a couple reps back.
0: Yeah. You exactly. Know?
2: Hold a couple reps. Drop a, a set. Just. Well, this, you don't want to be so sore that you then need a week off from training and then no. go back in and be okay. I'm
0: yeah. going in at um seventy five percent on my on my yeah. main lifts for the, for the first week. Um. So my focus is purely exercise execution for the first week. Seventy five percent on the on the main lifts. Um getting the feeling back and I'll be training Wednesday through to Friday off on Saturday and then back in on Sunday. So I'm going to have four sessions this week. So it's, it's still going to hit me. Um, but then hopefully the week after we'll, you know, I'll be feeling a lot better and ready and then massage I'll stream with you as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, which oh, will be, cute. yeah, that, that will be, that's well needed. I think I'm going to start making it regular as well. Um, but yeah, so yeah, before we finish up then, so Quick fire tips then around the board, what we think people we, we've covered the training um, to failure aspect again. And again, it will come up again um, as the podcast episodes go on because it's, it's something that we can cover all the time. Um, yeah, quick fire tips then on getting yourselves ready um, for Wednesday when the gym's reopen. What would your main tips be?
1: Make sure you have a good pre and post workout. Okay. Fuel yourself to recover, yeah. fuel yourself to perform. Well fueled. Don't neglect your foam rolling. Yeah. Like I have. And me. four weeks.
0: Mm. And me. (laughs)
1: Yep.
0: (laughs) What is a foam roller?
1: (laughs) I don't even know what a foam roller looks like. Apparently we've got six in this house. How many have I touched? None. I've
0: been using it as a speaker at the container.
1: Good.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and it actually worked really well. So you just tilt it to the corner, put the phone underneath, and it's like a surround sound. So, yeah. But, yeah. I think my joints are a bit shot from the um, training in the cold. Um, Yeah. Yeah, not nice. It's, it's, it's dreadful. So I'm, I've I've started taking glucosamine as well for my joints. Um, to, like
2: an old Labrador.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't really want to, but I'm going to see how it how it affects me for a, for at least a month. Um, I'm hoping it makes me feel a bit better. Um, <laughs> a, a basically, a budget JP product. Tesco's own. <laughs> um, Trained but yeah. by
2: Tesco's.
0: Trained by Tesco. Yeah. Uh, go on, then Ryan. What's your top tip?
2: Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Okay. If Christmas is round the corner. Don't go say don't go six days a week for two weeks and then think, fuck this, and have four days off. Yeah. If, uh, four weeks off. If you're going to go, you know, go three days a week and be able to maintain that into Christmas week and the week after. Yeah. And enjoy it. And if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to go.
0: So, and, and actually, as you mentioned Christmas then, will you two be taking time off over Christmas?
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, my coach, well, you know, advocates obviously having Christmas day off, not being stupid, but... You know, making sure you have a good meal. Um, and if we if we've, you do it right, you know, you we, can factor in yeah. a lot of stuff.
1: I mean, we're going down to my parents, so we're limited on yep. what exercise we can do anyway. I think we're gonna take the bikes with us and do some some biking. But nice. we've said to our clients, we're happy because basically
2: We've, we've pretty much reversed the we've, yeah, calories. We've pretty much everyone, if not if they haven't, then it will be next week. Yeah. Just so they could get away with more. Yeah. That's not yeah. an invitation to go eat like a dickhead. But we've sort of said, you know, off plan Christmas Eve. A bit Eve, more freedom. Yeah. Day, yeah. Drinks on whenever and New Year's Eve, obviously. Yeah. Um, But there's no point doing that on minimal calories and then the weight just being piled back on. Yeah. Yeah. And we've sort of said, you know, this think, is the goal. But as your coaches, we are here to sort of to guide through you and tell yeah. you where, where we should be going.
1: I think if you give them like if you give them the opportunity to have the time off, but if you give them a good enough, if you gave them just one day, yeah, you know full well that 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 one day, 90% of them would just binge. Whereas if you give them a couple of days, they'll think, right, okay, actually I've got a couple of days to play with. I'm not going to go...
2: I'm not going to be re- pudding, yeah I'm not going to be ridiculous course, yeah.
1: in one day you know I mean, I'm going to minimize it but then we've said you know we still want you to get 10,000 steps if you're yeah. not working and you're not training we still want you to get 10,000 steps you know if you want to check in twice a week in the run up to Christmas because you're worrying about navigating you know social events and stuff like that then you can but I think if you you know it, there's some coaches I've seen that are like you know, you're a fat fuck. You get one day off. Like, why? Why Do you would know you know say this? that? Like,
0: yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it, like it, the way you've life. taken take take away that feeling of guilt because it shouldn't be there at all. No, it's. it's and cost- also, especially after this fucking year. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're gonna no, be I,
1: doing it. We're gonna be. I'm gonna wake up on Christmas morning. I'm gonna neck three bottles of champagne. I'm gonna eat so many chocolate mints that I'm. You know, they come out of my ear. It's like
0: three packets know, of after eights, Yeah.
1: Yeah so you know <laughs> how how bad would we be as coaches if we were if we were saying you can only enjoy yourself on one day and we were living our best lives for a week
0: yeah yeah no i completely agree with you it's it eradicate that feeling of guilt it's not healthy yeah. at all it's not, um,
1: it's not it's christmas
0: isn't it it's christmas Exactly. in christmas, it um lives. so yeah my my tip would be as we've mentioned just reduce the weight in the first week you know don't don't take your original load because you, you're not going to be able to do it unless you have been able to maintain exactly what you've been doing
1: even then i wouldn't
0: Well, yeah potentially so, yeah it, um there's so many factors to take into it as well so yeah i, I would definitely strip back i'm doing 75 percent in the first week maybe at least come down to 80 or something like that um,
2: yeah.
0: so yeah um well let's wrap up there today then um that's been sweet short and sweet but Um, As always, pleasure to have you, Ryan, on as well. Um, (laughs) And then we are going to be recording another one tomorrow, aren't we? Just to cover a couple of Q&A questions that I've got. Um, And then sort of wrap up this lockdown, how it went, etc. And then we'll be back to normal probably on Sunday at at some point.
1: Sounds good Um, to me, my friend.
0: All right, then. Peace out, people. Enjoy the gyms. Take care.
1: See you on Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: Yeah, we will do. See you soon. Bye. Bye.